Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up? It is Monday early afternoon, and uh, we just put out a power pod on Sunday night, Monday morning, which you should go check out. But we are right back in the lab again because Baker Mayfield got cut. And people want to know where he's going to go. And if the 49ers should like him, that's what we're going to talk about. I'm Guy, that's John. And uh, hello. You got me right now? I got you. Clear as day? I got you. I Yeah, clear. Okay. You look good. Yep. Uh all right, before we dive into Baker Mayfield's availability, should the 49ers sign him or is somebody else going to get him and who that somebody is? Let's tell you very quickly that we and this week and this year and good times are all brought to you by our friends at Tito's Handmade Podcast. Yeah, I mean, like we said, uh, Kyle probably needed a few Tito's after losing his starting quarterback. But on the flip side, Purdy and some of his buddies might have needed some to celebrate being the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, four-year starter in college, Mr. Irrelevant to starting the stretch run for a team that's locked and loaded and has a chance to, you know, go right into the playoffs, win the division. Brock Purdy. John, maybe we got it all wrong. Maybe Kyle Shanahan was having a, a celebratory Tito's after the game because he and Greg Papa both know that Brock Purdy had the best camp of any quarterback. Maybe the, <laughs> maybe Greg, who said that on Monday, got that from Kyle, and Kyle is about to you know look like a genius for the next ten years because he just found his franchise. Yeah, so uh, get yourself have yourself a Tito's this week. Tito's and soda. If you want to be like Tito Beverage, the guy that started the company, Tito Water and uh, and a lemon. I had one of those post show Sunday night. How was it? Very good. Well, sometimes you need it to come down. I mean, I just, I had to watch like an hour of TV. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just hard on a football Sunday to kind of wind down. It's yeah. very difficult. Uh, so whatever you need, whatever you're doing this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, holidays are coming. So many great options. Tito's water and a lemon or a little ginger beer, a little warm apple cider mixed with your Tito. So many great options. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof crafted to be savored responsibly. By the way, two, can I get 30-second take? Uh, did Mike McCarthy run up the score for all of the coaches out there who didn't become the Colts head coach? That's what it felt like on Sunday night. It, it was 21-19 to 19 going into the fourth quarter. It was 33 unanswered. You know, the, some defensive scores. I, I just I think I think deep ball, uh, deep ball to hit 50, 54 points. I think it went deep up 45 to 17 or whatever the score was. I wasn't watching at that point in time. Are, are, can you run up the score in pro sports? It's very hard, but when you see a 50-burger in the NFL, it gets your attention. How many games do you think in the last decade in the NFL a team has scored over 50 points? It has to be probably less than 10, right? Uh, in the last 10 years? I mean, the Chiefs probably did it. You know, might have half of them. But look at them against the 49ers. They had a, an unreal offensive performance, scored yeah. 44. Number one defense in the NFL, John. They held them under 50. 
True. Good good point. If their defense wasn't as good, it might have been 60. I just you can watch a season all year long and it feels like you might get 150. One, I mean, yeah. 50 is a lot. Yeah, I would say that's generally what it feels like. I'd argue like 44 plus is a lot. Mm-hmm. Four, you get 40. 40 38, 37, 36. Not a scoring team in the league is usually like 30. Yeah. Right. Uh, All right. Baker Mayfield got cut. And there's two questions we want to answer today in this video. One, should the Niners want him? And two, if they wanted him, could they get him? Let's start with number one. Do you think the 49ers, do we think the 49ers should be or are having a thought exercise about whether or not they would want Baker Mayfield if they could get him? Well, I think there's a difference of today getting together and discussing the possibilities, right? Do we like this guy? The scouting perspective. Talk to Christian McCaffrey about him. I would imagine they did due diligence this offseason when he was readily available for nothing. And Jimmy G was good as gone at the time, right? We're talking back to March. And they were going to need reinforcements. Because at the time, with Jimmy leaving, it was like Trey and who else? Yeah, that they going to cost around. money, though, and like a fifth, you know, conditional fifth money. Month. But remember, it was like four or five million dollars and they ate the majority of it. So but, but my point is that they discussed his character. Remember, the defensive coordinator for Stefanski, I'm pretty sure is Joe Woods, who was on the Niner staff. They have connections there. Uh, I, I just think that they have discussed the personality. Their star player, you could argue the best player on their team, him or Trent, Hates the guy, like openly is taught, like does not fucking like the guy. And I would say Nick Nick Bosa does not like him. And they have now their guy who you watch. I I, I was just, I couldn't really sleep. And I was watching some of the, I I don't usually watch the players after the game, but you won the Niners players like on a podium, not counting Purdy. I was interested to just watch talk. They're just really impressive. But Christian McCaffrey is a serious cat. Like you watch him talk, you're like, I get why John and Kyle like this, the person, let alone the player. But like, he is just very, he's not like, I'm a, I bullshit a little bit. Like he, it doesn't feel like he's a big bullshitter. Even in that situation where he can play after a game, like he's pretty locked and loaded. Yeah. Feels very Stanford-ish, very kind of got David Shaw vibes, (laughs) but as a player, just very gives good answers. But don't you think that, because his interaction with Baker was, Baker was humbled at the time coming in, what that thing was like. Christian, I would be shocked if they have not, Kyle and him haven't had a phone call or if Christian's in getting some rehab that came up to his office and they talked about it for a while. Yeah. And it's funny, within this topic, there's two conversations, right? Would you want the human being in your locker room? One. And two, is he good enough? So part of the situation with do you want the human being is you have to prepare for the possibility right now your only quarterback is Brock Purdy well they know he's on the team now for three weeks because when you sign a guy of a practice squad you have to keep him so they got him for a while you sign Josh Johnson sorry your only quarterback that you I mean if you told me Josh Johnson's in a game but he has played games recently I don't even know what that looks like for the 49ers remember he played pretty good was it last year on the Jets I think for against uh the Colts on a Thursday night game remember that no, I, I do. Uh, it, was, I, it was impressive. I, don't. I think there's the real possibility that you'd rather have Baker Mayfield be your backup quarterback than Josh Johnson. I see. Think I, I, would, a, I, a, I would. I would. Hold on. Hold on. As a player, I don't think there's any question. I'd rather have Baker Mayfield on my team than Josh Johnson. But you're not just getting the player. You're getting the human being also. And how much better as a player is he than Josh Johnson to account for the fact that you might you might not want him on your on your team as a as a human being? 
So I think you're right. Like that's first and foremost. And I think what Christian McCaffrey has to say would be very important. Nick Bosa and him have beef going back and Bosa talks shit every chance he gets. But, you know, Nick Bosa, if if McCaffrey was like, I'm telling you, he was an amazing guy and your intel was like, he's a changed dude. Bosa would get over it in like seven milliseconds, I'm sure. Um, but I think that is the primary concern. And then two, there is the the element with the player. But I do think with Baker, as you said, it's a long history of if everybody likes everyone loved Jimmy. Trey is clearly a positive, not a negative as a human, right? Purdy is clearly a positive. They just signed Josh Johnson, who we you and I talked on Sunday, has to be an incredible positive because he's been in the league for 13 years on 14 teams or whatever. People clearly like him, high-level guy. So you, the last thing you want to do is introduce Baker Mayfield into this locker room if he's anything, if there's an ounce, a sniff of bad guy, you don't want him around. Because honestly, we'll get to who, who's going to claim him. Like if you told me the Seahawks get him, I'd say that's good for the 49ers. If they were to somehow fuck with their locker room a little bit, which is rolling right now, I'd say that'd be a good thing for the 49ers. And so you risk that with Baker. Well, I think I'm not going to use the term bad guy because I think bad guy insinuates the way, way I'm about to describe this. You know, like I, I think we can question like, is Deshaun Watson a good guy? I, I think that is up for fucking debate right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it turns out Odell, like Odell's probably just your egomaniac diva, but clearly guys like him, right? People like the guy. I think you have to red flag, regardless, even what Christian says, Baker Mayfield's NFL career as a red flag. Doesn't mean he's a criminal or anything, but like, remember when he left Cleveland and everyone just badmouthed him immediately? Like, they, well, they fucking hated him. And also remember, it's not like they were getting Deshaun, so they got rid of him. They He was going to be gone before it was clear they were getting Deshaun. Deshaun was like, well, are they going to get Jimmy? And here's the other thing. Humbled Baker... I mean, it's not like three years ago that happened, right? That happened this year. Yeah. He got run out of Cleveland. So So how humbled is he? I don't know. Yeah, to me, the red flag on him, when you would say the number one thing for this last, how many games have they played now? They're eight and four, so 12. And then they played 17. They played 20 games. So the last 32 games, right? In 2010, or excuse me, in 2021, the regular season in the playoffs, and then this season, I would say one defining characteristic of this team is cohesion, how much it feels like these guys like each other, how much they like playing together, how do they have a bad guy? I mean, honestly, do they have a bad guy in their team? It sure as hell does not feel like that. It doesn't feel like any of the guys that went to free agency, if I have a buddy in the league, like, what do you think of him? Well, first and foremost, I would say I would trust his competitiveness and his competitive character and in a locker room for him to play on this team right when Jimmy Ward hits when Juwan Jennings hits when Jeff Wilson hits when these guys hit free agency I would sniff around on Niner guys Baker Mayfield like separate from this Niner conversation when he is available this offseason I I don't know I mean if you tell me in like a year and a half he's out of the league I think it's believable at this point in time yeah so you would say Kyle Shanahan think about the quarterbacks they've had from Jimmy to Trey obviously character matters now Brock to Mullins to CJ like Character in that room has been a premium's premium. Honestly, they value the person. It feels like more than like the physical skills. Trey's the first guy. It's like, let's let's take a swing on a guy that can run with a big arm. You know, I was like, well, this guy's a great character guy. We'll figure it out. That's kind of Brock Purdy, team captain, high level player, just good guy, competitive spirit. 
So to me, I'm out on Baker Mayfield from that point with this team. I, I just am. Because I, I never like operating from desperation, and that would feel a little desperate. The other thing is, guy, last two years, he is 23-19. and 19. 23 touchdowns, 19 interceptions. He's a yeah. turnover fucking machine for a guy that hung his hat on like accuracy, playing, you know, really accurate. I mean, that was his his comp was like a little more explosive Drew Brees coming out of Oklahoma. That has not been the case. 62 picks in, in five seasons. And this year, I mean, he was a horrendous player. I mean, he was really, really terrible. Now you could argue, to, right, he shows up in training camp. It's not the easiest situation. I would give more validity to this if this was October 1st. I have a harder time December 1st on this one. His best year was 2020, which which was Stefanski's first year. He was 26 touchdowns, eight picks, 63%. Um, empty stadiums. He, empty stadiums, and you're right. I mean, he, he throws uh, – I went and watched two games today, the Niner game again and the Ravens game. He throws picks or pickable balls in situations that are – not he got fooled, not the ball got tipped. Like he's just trying to get the ball to the hash marks and the corner is just going to be there because his arm's not strong enough. He threw a Marlon Humphrey interception that was just, he ain't got it. Mooney Ward, I think the Niners secondary almost got him several times. Um, having watched that game, now this is now I jumped in earlier when you said you think Josh Johnson might be better than him, so we can get to that now. Well, just because I think Baker is terrible. So, like, he is at the bottom end of just quarterbacks. I, I I wouldn't want him as my backup quarterback because I think what's proven over the history of the sport is the character and the wiring of that position matter because the back the guy's a, not a starter in the league for a reason, right? It turns out the reason Jimmy Garoppolo was available to the Niners for $6.5 million, he's always injured. Like, that's hindsight, like, Obviously, he's talented enough when he's on the field. You cannot depend on him at all. At any moment, season ender can happen. That's the reason. If he had been a super durable player, there's no way in God's green earth the 49ers would have been able to get him back a six. Everyone has a reason for being a backup, right? Jacoby, just go around the league. Minshew, they all have their reasons. And to me, Baker Mayfield is that. But then I factor in, one, he's just, I know he's quote-unquote played a lot, but this is, I, I think Jeff Schwartz talks about this a lot. Like, when you're the top pick, Obviously, you get more money when you're a first-round pick than other guys, but you do get more chances than like the fourth-round guy who has played equally as good as you. Like I, I think we view this guy as Heisman Trophy winner, number one overall pick. When we need to view him, like at this point in time, what the hell is the difference between him and Nick Mullins? Well, I'll tell you, people like Nick Mullins. Well, yeah, I'd rather have Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins not available. If Nick Mullins was available, he'd be on the Niners yesterday, right? But why do the Niners? Like, like Baker Mayfield's not going to start over Brock Purdy, right? Do we agree with that? Um, yeah, we do agree with that. But I also, I also think there's the possibility that Brock doesn't play as well as he played yesterday, Sunday, for the rest of the season, right? You know what's kind of crazy? In Jimmy Garoppolo's career, 75 games, Baker's played 67. I guess he's fumbled a lot, too. Baker has 33 fumbles and 13 loss. Like, Baker fumbles the ball a lot. Baker turns the ball over a lot. Baker plays like the kind of guy that would get hurt playing quarterback for the 49ers. Yeah. Unfortunately, so does Purdy. Basically, anybody that tries to make plays outside of the pocket and is not primarily a runner, you can get hurt playing quarterback for the 49ers. I think you underestimate, like, Purdy's a better athlete. So, Purdy, Baker had a better three-cone and a better 20-yard shuffle, and they had the same 40 time coming out. 
feels like Baker got a little fatter and slower. Yeah, watching him, Baker Baker does like Kyler's little mini steps. Yeah. Uh, B- Baker does not feel like a better athlete now. Like what that was 2018, he came out. So you're you've been he's been hurt. His arm might be worse. His arm is not like I think his arm is not very good. Um, right, Who's Baker. That? Baker. Baker can actually make like even watching that Niner game again. That's the other thing. The Niners defense already has an opinion on Baker Mayfield, right? I don't know if you saw. Maybe you sent it to me. Fred Warner said, yeah, uh, Purdy will be fine. He's been playing against the best defense in the league for 13 weeks. Yeah. Um, well, they played Baker. Like, these guys played him. They have an opinion. Like, D'Amico can tell Kyle, here's what I think of Baker Mayfield. We played him. We beat him. Baker makes some, just watching a couple of games, like, he just makes some of the basic throws you have to make in Kyle Shanahan's offense. But here's a stat for you, PFF. There's a stat called uh, that's your completion percentage when you're kept clean. So basically, when you're not under pressure, what's your completion percentage? Number one in the NFL, Geno, 78%. Number two, Mac Jones, 76%. Jimmy is 20th in the league, tied with Tom Brady, exact same 70.4%. Would you so you would you say it's fair to say that those guys are pretty naturally accurate? Yeah, Baker's 60%. So under no pressure, he's sixty percent. That's horrible. God, Gino throws a beautiful ball, doesn't he? Gino also is, I think, second in the league under pressure. Or th- here's a Jimmy was third in the NFL in completion percentage under pressure this year. Third. Now he doesn't like Gino is like two yards further downfield when he's under pressure, but Jimmy's like boop boop boop, McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Which you know, Purdy. I, I don't. Baker was on a bad team, but he did play with Christian. But I think you're right. Like Baker is just not fundamentally accurate. And I think part of it, just watching him a little bit this morning, there are some I, I there's some basic throws where his arm, if he gets his whole body into it, even then, then the ball maybe wobbles a little bit or whatever. So uh, you know, I think the number one thing the 49ers need out of their quarterback, the r- remaining a part of the seat is to not throw interceptions. They need to not turn the ball over. And yeah. Baker cannot be relied on to not throw interceptions. Totally agree. I've changed my tune thinking about this a little bit is that the 49ers made a run in 19 with their quarterback, not doing much. And I I do now that run game, I think with obviously Mozart, remember he ran for like 700 yards in the NFC championship game was just more explosive from a speed standpoint. But I, I do think that you can play a version of that probably pass a little bit more on this team, short passes, Right with McCaffrey, with Debo, then that team was like running the ball or kind of pushing it down a little farther. They had Emmanuel Sanders and Kittle was more of a threat then. But I, I do wonder if they can be a little more competitive than I initially thought with Purdy because they weren't depending on Jimmy. And I think last year is a better example. He was playing better than he did last year this year. But last year, look at the run they met went on with his abilities like being pretty questioned. Right, Like that tape. What he did last year had no one interested in him when he was fully healthy. Think about that. In a, in a league where a ton of teams need quarterbacks and the connections to him personally were at like several spots, right? Like all the Patriot guys are kind of littered throughout the league. And it was like, yeah, yeah we're just, we're good. Which, so it kind of shows you that like, I, I think a lot of people think that, you know, he benefits a lot from here. And I just wonder, now I don't know because it's, I, I, I value how hard it is to play in NFL games over and over will tell, but I, some people are sending me some clips yesterday. He made some pretty, the guy has some instincts playing the position 
Purdy, Purdy made some throws yesterday. Yeah, one where an unblocked rusher and he kind yes. of juked him out and they threw it to the side. I think to, to Debo. To to Kittle, he did. Well, maybe he had one to Kittle where it was. I think it was Jalen Phillips again, like right on him, and he hit him coming across the field. He so, did it multiple times. So, yeah, I, I uh, Kyle likes this guy. Like that. That's not even argue. Like Kyle, I don't know how he feels personally about Baker Mayfield. We know for a fact how he feels about Brock Purdy. Liked him a lot. Refused to cut him. Has kept him around. Uh, was good enough when Trey went out. Like they could have made a move when Trey went out to like drafted him with the last pick. You could probably start with that, right? So clearly there are people in that building, whether it's John, Adam, Greasy, uh, whoever, Slowick, <laughs> you know, people like the guy, right? If you use a draft pick on him, you like the guy. I, I think it's just that simple. And I think Brock Purdy, think how crazy it is to go. Did, did you see the stat today? He's the first Mr. Irrelevant. Now, obviously, we kind of went through him on Sunday night. There hasn't been that many Mr. Irrelevant quarterbacks, so it's it's – it's not like every single year there's a quarterback at Mr. Relevant, but he's the first Mr. Relevant quarterback to ever throw a forward pass. And That's we, not what I thought you were about to say. And we went through it in modern history, like most of the players. I'm not going to count a punter or a kicker because I think Justin Tucker's an undrafted free agent. So it's like, that's a pretty unique position. You're not supposed to, like, there aren't, we don't talk that often about seventh round picks. My buddy Pat texted me today. He's like, hey, was Tony Romo undrafted? And I just replied, are you about to compare Tony Romo to Brock Purdy? <laughs> I was like, yes, Tony Romo was undrafted. Yes. Yeah. Tony's bigger and stronger and fast. You know, Tony's just I, a. Tony also would get drafted. You know, the world's changed a lot. Whenever, when Tony come out, like 05 or 06 or 04, the version of Tony Romo now at worst gets drafted four, fifth, six round. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think you're right. But I would also just say there are outliers to everything. And Tony's an extreme outlier. Tony's just an extreme outlier. That's part of it. Right. Well, he's probably the best undrafted free agent of in modern history. Right. Tony Romo. And you factor in his position, Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is, it's impossible to find a quarterback. How much that Lyle Collins. Had. Hard to count that one. Girlfriend dead. They thought he murdered her. <laughs> Warner. Mo- modern history post internet. You know, didn't come straight to the league though, right? Or did he? Yeah, bounce around, bounce around. Butcherbox.com/ham and another special deal: free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional twenty bucks off. Right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised crate free and wild caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. 
Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, by the way, because you, uh, Josh Johnson last year, so this is the game you're thinking of. You said Bal- uh, Baltimore-Cincinnati. Is that the game you're talking about? Is that what you said? Maybe that was it, yeah. 28 of 40, 304, two touchdowns a pick. How about that? He had two ga- he had another game against well <laughs> he had two games last year of over 300 yards for two different teams. He also threw for over 300 yards as a member of I don't even know was he on the Jets or the call it must have been the Jets. It was the Jets. Oh, that's Jets. the game you're thinking of. Yeah. So he was 27 of 41, 317, three touchdowns a pick for the Jets. And then later he was 28 of 40, two touchdowns, one picks. 304 yards for the for the Ravens. Bad he can bad play. news. Bad news. Uh if he's got to throw the ball 40 times you're probably getting beat by 20, which is what happened in both of those games basically. But think about this. Tony Romo started 33 games in college, was 63%, 82 touchdowns, 34 picks. There's just no chance in modern day football. I I don't know what Brock Purdy's numbers are in in college. Obviously, threw for twelve thousand yards. I think it was twelve thousand, like eighty something touchdowns, and I don't know what the pick number was. Yeah, eighty-one, eighty-one, thirty-three. Okay. Very now, his level of competition at big, you know, the Big Twelve was better at Eastern Illinois, but right. One I, one of the things the old school guys would tell you, Solvus was running back. I, I think that, and so was uh, he had one other guy that was pretty good too. Montgom- Montgomery. David. He had, two, he had two running back. Yeah, David, David Montgomery. Montgomery. I mean, he had two. NFL starters, which I, as texting someone today, they're like, well, he didn't he didn't have other skill guys. They were a running team. He had to do some stuff. Mm. This guy really produced. I mean, with at a team that in a weird way is kind of like a K-State, right? Like you watch Fresno State, in our lifetime, they've always had NFL wide receivers. When you watch K-State or you watch Iowa State, like they are not rolling out Jamison Williams or Utah's tight end. Like, that's not even no. Iowa historically has had a lot of skill guys. That's not the case with Iowa State. K State always has the same guy, though, on their team. They always have some five, seven little muscle who can run. They have, and that guy was two. sweet 22. They, they have him every time, every year they have him. All right. Was so, question number two if Kyle Shanahan disagrees with us and likes Baker Mayfield, can he get him? Um, the 49ers in the waiver order right now are 24th. 24th teams ahead of them in the waiver order that maybe would want a quarterback include the Texans, the Rams, uh, the saints, 
The Cardinals? Cliff? Because luckily in the waiver claim, uh, you do get to keep your claim spot even if you've traded your first round pick. Oh, okay. Good good news for the Rams. Uh, the Saints, I mentioned the Cardinals at nine. The Colts at, at nine. The Cardinals at eight. The Colts at nine. Uh, bu- 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 anybody else? I don't think so. So Seattle at 20, they'd be ahead of the Niners only because you mentioned them. Maybe they were interested before the Jets at 22. <laughs> we'll give your loud. take that I saw you had on Twitter this morning to Tim about Kawakami. Yeah. So uh, does Baker have the right to dictate his destination? <laughs> of course not. There's no question. The answer to that is absolutely not. But what Baker has is baggage and baggage scares people. And if you are adding Baker Mayfield to your locker room, you're already a little uneasy because he has a history. He has a reputation as being um, a malcontent. So if a malcontent tells me I don't want to come, I will listen to them. I will not sign that malcontent out of spite. I will not be like, well, I'm not going to let Baker Mayfield bully me around. If Baker Mayfield doesn't want to come to my team and I already know he's got a reputation as a malcontent and I'm the Texans, fine. I'm not going to, if Baker's attitude is not, I want to come there and prove something, then I will take him at his word that he's a malcontent and I will move along with my life. The Texans, the, 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 the saints, the Colts, they're going nowhere fast. They have no reason to introduce Baker Mayfield to their locker room. If Baker says, I don't want to be there. Do you think though, in Baker's standpoint, he's going to be a free agent. So if someone claims him, he will be a free agent in I mean, officially, whenever the you know the Super Bowl is over, he's official. But it's you claim him, you have his rights. You rent him for the what five six games, depending yeah. on if you're a playoff team. Yeah. Do you want to even put that out in the ether of just like other teams? Because ultimately, everyone, if he does a good job and just handles it normally, like say what you want about Jimmy, even with seven million injuries, Jimmy's interest at this offseason. Now the numbers are going to be weird. But people are going to be very interested in him for the person. Because at worst case scenario, he's on your team for relatively cheap and he can just be a backup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think Jared Goff has earned a lot of credit in the Lions, the way he's handled himself, conducts himself. You see Jared Goff's numbers yesterday? Fantastic. Threw for like 350 yards, 31 to 41. Like you can just earn credit for being just high level guy. Absolutely. And I don't right. know if Baker has margin for error to say fucking a th- her or his agent. Like I, I do think yeah. he just. Stay in the slow lane. Just what happens, happens. It could be as simple as, hey, Texans, we'd prefer to play for the Rams. And the Texans, Baker didn't threaten us, but the Rams were at four, and Sean McVay wants him. And the agent says to the Texans, look, man, you know, the the Rams actually have some some talent, uh, and it's a great spot for him to just try and figure it out for five weeks, and we'd prefer to go to the Rams. And the Texans are like, yeah, we don't feel that strongly about it. So do you think he's like, in your scenario – like he'd have to be sniffing around the day. Like, would you guys be interested in claiming me? Which is kind of unheard of, I would say. Yeah, he, his agent would have to know that, you know, Kyle Shanahan says, if you're there, we're taking you, right? Pete Carroll says, if you're there, we're taking you. Sean McVay says, hey, if the Texans don't take you, we'll take you. Yeah, I think his agent would sniff around. Because I would say if the Rams said that, I mean, guy, he might have a chance to start this week. It'd be like a five-week tryout for the Rams. Who knows? Matt Stafford's career in a weird spot, right, with his injuries. If, and if honestly, I told you, I, I, Sean McVay might it might just keep Sean McVay engaged for another month. If it came out that he told the Rams, he said we don't want to play there. Wouldn't that be a little bit of a red flag on him? I'm not that wouldn't. Yeah. If, if the Niners wanted him, they wouldn't necessarily care. Now, but if I'm you just said saying, like, hey, I'd like to. If 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 he put it out there, like, hey guys, I'd prefer to go to a playoff team. 
But what playoff teams he's starting for? Well, I'm, well, I'm no, not starting necessarily, but like, hey, I just want to go, you know, have a chance. I can go hang around the Seahawks or the Niners. You know what I mean? Like, I guess there are different ways to communicate what you're feeling. And one is like, hey, I'd prefer to be a playoff team. I'm not suggesting Baker's earned anything. I'm just saying if Baker doesn't want to play for me, he's not talented enough for me to make him come play for me. That's my ultimate point on that. Now, you make a good point. Like, that's bad for Baker's. It's bad for business if you're Baker to start. Like, if you're Baker, let the, go play for the Texans. They'll let you throw the ball around 40 times. But my thing, like, if you're Houston, just hold on to your number one pick. Don't mess around. Keep losing. I'm trying to look. Basically, the only teams that couldn't afford Baker, Saints, Bengals, neither one would probably take them. Everyone else can because they owed like a little over a million dollars. Broncos bring him in, light a fire under Russ. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you never know. My gut tells me that the 49ers do not put a claim in on him. And even if they were interested, they just go, well, if he clears waivers, then maybe we would bring him in and talk to him, but we're not going to place a claim Explain on him. Explain how you cl- waivers work. Does every team say yes or no, and then you just find out the highest? No, you, if you don't, you're not interested, you don't throw send the leak. If you want to claim a player... Like Baker gets cut. If you are want to claim the guy, you have to put in a claim with the with the league. It's but like you're a, not sitting there waiting, like, oh, he's available at 27. If we claim him, he's ours. You don't it's, know. It's if not a draft. Blind. You just put blind. it in, and then whoever the highest team is gets his rights. Obviously, when you claim a guy, you have to take on his contract. So the financial in season, you have to have the the cap space, and uh, two, you have to have a roster spot. So if you or awarded him the claim, and you have 53 men on your roster, you will have to cut someone. Someone hit me up, said the Niners only have 52 guys. Uh, so I guess technically they have a spot. But any team that wanted to claim him, you need whatever the amount of money he's owed, right? The, basically, of uh, this week till the end of the season, which I think was $4 million, divide by 18. I, I heard Lombardi say it was like $1.3 million. So if you have $1.3 million of cap space, and you have a either an open roster spot or willing to remove someone from your roster, and then obviously just goes in the order. So if the Rams claim him, and teams like Seattle, the Niners, whoever, the Chiefs, fuck, I don't know, he, he would never, like he will go to the highest bidder in the claim order. And the other thing is, once you cl- you won't, his contract is over, so you, you don't like this is a tryout for the next month. You're acquiring his contract, which is a fifth year option, which ends and it's over. Technically, I guess he's franchisable, even though I think there are some rules with that. But I, I'm pretty sure you could. Obviously, he's not going to get franchise tax. So you you are not. You would be better off if he's cut. You could technically sign him to like a two year contract with no money or whatever. But like, give myself the room if we get the like if I'm Andy Reid or you know good good teams. Let's just bring this guy in. Then we don't have to deal with it in the off season. I sign him to like a two year five million dollar deal incentive lace. Basically, Baker, if you prove yourself, you can be the backup here next year, and I can help you resurrect your career. Right. Which and I maybe think there is a value in him saying, you know, if he, you know, take the personality out of it for a second, there'd be a, there's a value in playing quarterback for Kyle Shanahan, for sure. So maybe it, I also Kyle's got to like you, and yeah. I know he said in 2019 he liked him. It does feel like a lot has changed since then, right? Yeah. He, uh, are we sure he's getting claimed by anybody? I was listening to Lombardi's podcast. He thought no. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure he's getting claimed by anybody. Weird. I, I do think that I I watched Rap Sheet posted a video to his Twitter account, and he said 
part of this was Baker going to them like, no, I'm not going to play. We just saw the 49er thing. They don't this want is not, to reach any incentives. That's part of it, too. Exactly. But this is not – you don't control your own destiny unless he knows maybe the 49ers reached out to him uh, about – he's not getting claimed. And then he could just go there for free? Go wherever basically. he wants. Wouldn't you just be better off waiting a free agency? But I just – like quarterback – the 49ers just – are on Brock Purdy right now. If you're Baker Mayfield specifically, you think if I go to the 49ers, there's a chance I play in the regular season for a team that's headed to the playoffs. You do. Well, think- if I'm Baker Mayfield, I want to go to the 49ers. They've gotten two quarterbacks hurt this year. Yeah. My, my question is just do the 49ers want them? And my gut says no inside information on this is no claiming him. Now, would, if he goes unclaimed, if you tell me, you know, Tuesday night they're bringing him in to just talk with him, I don't think that's weird. Though, yeah. I think this late in the season at eight and four, is it one of those things that like, are you Brock Purdy? The guy's a seventh round rookie. Like, are you who you clearly like? It'd be another thing if it, if he was just some stopgap, right? I mean, it's just a weird, I wouldn't say you've got a good, you, all things considered, you've actually got a good thing going. You're winning games. Team loves itself. Like, were you serious about the Seahawks claiming him maybe when you tweeted that today? Yeah. Because yeah. like, why, I, like, why do these teams just go? Yeah. Just, it, why are you just going to allow this guy to go to the Niners if anyone thinks he's decent? From a from a 49ers perspective, I would want – I think Baker Mayfield getting claimed by the Seahawks would, is potentially a good thing for the 49ers. I think the – I think the – my my guess is the Rams claim him. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think if you're Sean McVay, you're like, I got to get through another month of the season doing what? Like, let's let me at least mess around and see if I can make Baker Mayfield a quarterback. I think Seattle would be kind of crazy. Even well, though- here's here's the other thing, guy. What if they find out like Sean kind of likes him? I can deal with him. I get him on like a a cheap deal next year. Even if Stafford is coming back, we see Stafford struggles to stay on the field. I I, I if I was the Rams, I would. What what the fuck do we have to lose at this point? We don't have our pick. Yeah, this is a free tryout for a player. No one in the locker room is going to get mad at us for bringing him in. Our best players are on injury reserve. Jalen like signing Kim Kardashian's kids' uh, jerseys. Seattle, I think you create a weird vibe if you bring Baker Mayfield in there when Geno's playing like you know MVP level football. I think Rams claim him. Well, they're high enough. And if you're McVay, it's like yeah, I don't, I don't want Kyle to have him. I don't think. Well, he's the, that and way. it's not like the Rams are dealing with their Brock Purdy, right? They're rolling out Wofford and Perkins, like yeah. those are their quarterbacks. Yeah, that's it's well, over. Why wouldn't you want to take a trial run with your quarterback who clearly is kind of falling apart? Which is I, not ideal. I think the Rams one year into perfect sense. $150 million guaranteed. Uh, what's the likelihood of bringing back cap? I'd say zero. What's less than zero? Negative. He hasn't played since 2016. Drew Brees, uh, Drew Brees has he recovered from his lightning strike? Maybe he's available. <laughs> what yeah, a stupid... Uh, I've muted. I, I was like, how do I type... How do I make it so Drew Brees... I just never see the name Drew Brees on my Twitter feed the other day. I didn't... I believed it. You did you? Did you not when you saw the video? I just did. I was like, ah. when I saw that it was when they said on a shoot for Bet US, I immediately just didn't give it much attention. I'm not sure I did or didn't believe it, but I didn't give it any attention. I did not think, oh my god, I hope Drew Brees is okay. I maybe I'm a whore. I just didn't think that because I just. I don't know. I'm on the internet. Well, I started thinking. I remember Lee Trevino got hit by lightning. And he lived. Maybe Drew's gonna be okay. But it looked like a direct shot. You know. Uh, uh, Ali says, "Call Andrew Luck." Sean says, uh, "Call Cam." 
Cam fits better than Baker. Yes. Podcaster? Cam Newton? I think he's a podcaster now. Would you ask uh, McCaffrey what he thinks of Cam Newton? What if what if McCaffrey was like, Kyle, I'm telling you, Cam is fucking fantastic. What if he was like, what if Cam was like, look, Kyle, I want to be Trey's backup next year, too. I would love to mentor Trey Lance. Cam? What if Cam said that? I would love to mentor Trey Lance next year. And Kyle would be like, do you want to mentor Jimmy next year? <laughs> I'm kidding. Joe says Nick Foles. Yeah, I mean, Nick is not going to – same deal. Like, you got to cut him. He's got to – he might pass through waivers, too, if that happened. Feels like he's about to play for the Colts. <laughs> the Colts feel close to getting to Foles. I mean, he's on the roster. Feels like Ursay's going to make that call soon. Is he technically the backup? You're saying is 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 the Texas kid the third stringer? I'm gonna. I, I mean, I'm, I refuse to give the Colts any airtime, but I'm kind of interested in on. Uh, I mean, who to their, this point, he's been their third string quarterback, right? Uh, well, Ellinger was inactive, so Nick was the backup. Yeah. So Saturday's like, yeah, this Saturday thinks he stinks, right? Matt Ryan. <laughs> Foles was active yesterday. Yeah. All right. Do you Call. think that there should be a trade deadline? Like, what is, from a league standpoint, even just, I would imagine GM's kind of like, what is the incentive to have a cutoff date? What other industry has just some arbitrary date for no reason for trade? Does it keep bad teams from, like, at the end of the year, loading up good teams with their good players? And really selling to tank? Yeah. Like, because, you know, October... You're right. Like, why would you ha- why would you ever do anything except for having it late? But clearly, all the leagues have it. Is that just because they're all copying each other? Baseball September or end of August. But if you get traded after the fact, you can you can still get traded if you clear waivers in September. Remember, they changed that though. I think this year that uh that the, the, they got rid of that. that. Oh, okay. You know, middle cop inside baseball here. Look at you. They they got rid of that, you know, the Cody Ross, all the Oh, giants. that's right, that's right, that's right. And There's basketball always been a deadline in baseball that you after a certain point you're not eligible for the postseason. Yeah. Which I, I understand. Like that yeah. to me is more I'm not than, than the last day of the season. I, I just wonder if you ask like um five GMs if you could abolish the trade deadline and just have full trades to like the season ends and then you get like right. a dead period till free agency starts. What's what's the negative? Yeah. Logan says, get Fitz out of the Amazon booth. Don't hate that. Don't hate that at all. I would take him. I've heard him say on a couple interviews that like he told his agent, don't even tell him. He's like, my body. He had a bad hip injury last year. Mm-hmm. His injury was bad. Would you rather have Tua or Purdy? Tua. But look, which looked version? Like he, was, he was seeing some ghosts yesterday. Purdy was the better quarterback in that game. Jesus. I also haven't seen a Niner hit a wide open deep ball in a long time. So I did see Tua do that. Purdy has yet to do that. Can I say something that I don't think a lot of people would think I would say? I, I watched this game this morning. And when I say watched, I mean, I had my iPad in the corner of my desk. I got to respect the Raiders' effort yesterday. And I have a lot of respect. And I mean, I'm blown away. And I would throw Tyreek in this too. Tyreek and Devontae have fucking brought it this season. Look at you. You 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 compliment Devontae and act like that is Raiders compliments. 
Why do you think he's their player? Yeah. I mean, he yeah, keep going. Don't let me interrupt. Did you have you seen some of the highlights in that game? Yeah, I have. He eviscerated, and, and maybe it's part of I'm biased on this one. Him just kind of like kicking Staley when he was down. <laughs> that, he kicked the shit out of the Chargers. That was. I'm the best player in the league. There is nothing you're going to do. Even Brandon Staley, like, aren't you the defensive coordinator? You want to double team this guy? Hunter Renfro, Waller, none of these guys are around. Like, Mac Hollins, they're not, like, what are you doing here? Leaving this guy one-on-one? I saw someone on Twitter was like, hey, Brandon Staley, they run the flea flicker every fucking week. I think Josh McDaniels has run the flea flicker like 70% of their games. And they hit it perfectly. It was actually one of Derek Carr's, just a beautiful deep ball, hits Devontae right in stride. Hit him again. Devontae had a great little one-handed catch. How about the catch he had last week? Devontae Adams. The catch he had last week was. Uh, I, I mean, he's not going to do it because their record's more than likely not going to be good enough. I think he's having like an MVP. To me, he's a lock all pro. I mean, he's one of the best non-quarterbacks in the league, kicking the shit out of everybody every week. That was. Raiders brought it yesterday. They they hmm. had to they, be they brought it. Yeah, no, it had to be said. I was. Derek looked good. I thought that was one of his better games. Now the Chargers defense sucks, but but who doesn't get the Rams? I guess would the Rams claim? I guess Baker Mayfield. But then you get a long week next week, right? They they play the Raiders Thursday night, correct? They play the Raiders Thursday night. I mean, I Baker Raiders. probably. You think Stefanski and Sean have a lot of the same? Purpose? I think he runs the same offense. Now yeah. they call the same shit, but. The idea of Baker's wonderful, uh, like, like, oh, man, it'd be sweet. I'd watch the Rams if they got him. And then you watch Baker play, and he play. I think John Wolford probably pushes the ball down the field more, would be my guess. You know? I always like Wolford. Is it Wolford or Wolford? Henry? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a uh, quick pod. We'll be back on Tuesday with the usual. And, uh, uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Jumping on. We'll see what happens with Baker and uh, whatever else. Later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.